Hey guys, so today I want to look at a topic that I it keeps cropping up um, in a lot of places and that's coding. Now at the moment there's an awfully large push on coding and why people should be learning it for their job and why it's so important and how it's going to revolutionize the world but coding won't save the world coding won't save everyone's job and it won't revolutionize industries now don't get me wrong coding is a fantastic skill and it can be really quite useful depending on what it's being used for. It can enable you to do very simple things from making administrative tasks easier. So if you have to copy and paste a lot, then you can use it to execute a very simple script of copying and pasting large amounts of data or entries from say a spreadsheet to somewhere else but and it's quite a large but it isn't necessarily an easy skill for everyone to pick up coding is essentially learning a new language not everyone understands new languages and not everyone necessarily finds learning a new language easy to do and there are lots of tools out there that go through coding step by step and make it as easy as possible but they don't really take into account not everyone wants to learn to code but not only that they don't always take into account that we will always need people that can't code so one thing that keeps cropping up is how automation is revolutionizing the world and the workplace so there was a story not too long ago about how a company has created a robot that can flip burgers that's fantastic if you want to make sure that every burger you produce is the same and uniform but you are still putting people out of work and a lot of people would say oh why don't the people that have just lost their jobs learn to make robots or fix the robots that's one route for them to go down I suppose but at the same time what if that person has no interest in technology or coding all it will mean is that you have somebody that is now struggling to find employment they might have enjoyed flipping burgers or working in the food industry and by making a machine that can do their job you're robbing them of that satisfaction or potential satisfaction but you're also robbing them of the ability to then survive because they then now have to find somewhere else they can work and earn a living but then it falls down again when governments aren't putting into place systems that can 
act as a safety net for those people while they are finding work or a new living. And yes, there are state benefits and things like that, such as in the UK, Job Seekers Allowance, where you can apply to receive a an amount when you're not working or when you're looking for work, but that amount isn't a lot. And often it means that people can't actually live. And this is kind of part of a bigger point that I've been thinking about lately in that if somebody has a job and it's not necessarily a lot that they're bringing home, how do you make it so that they can actually live a life and not just survive? Now, you might say, what's the difference? You can survive with relatively little, and by that I mean you can make sure you've eaten something. It's not going to be the best quality or necessarily enough to always keep you going, but you'll be able to eat, and you might be able to pay your rent and your bills and such, but you may not be able to actually live and this is where things like minimum wage and kind of living wage should be coming in. They should be providing somebody enough to actually live a life. So to allow them free time to enjoy things, to go out somewhere to, I don't know, have lunch with their family or their friends, but it's not providing enough. If you're on minimum wage, which currently is less than £8 an hour, it you would have to be working quite a lot of hours to actually be able to live. And yes, it all probably sounds a bit socialist and communist of me, as it were, but that's the way I am. I, I do believe that people should be equal, and I believe that people should be given enough to survive and live. You should be able to have a job and not have to worry every month or every week. Am I going to be okay? Do I actually have enough to eat food, to drink, to see the world around me and not just work constantly? Now, yes, you could get a job where you're working 12 hours a day. But working 12 hours a day isn't something anyone really wants to do. It is half of your day. And that is a huge amount of time to lose. And I've, I've done it. I've worked 12-hour shifts. And I'm not saying that 12-hour shifts are the longest that people work. People do do longer. But it robs people of the ability to actually live their life. When I was doing it, I was working a 12-hour shift with also two hours travel on top of that every day. So that's 14 hours of my day dedicated to work. And that's not including the time of waking up, having a shower, having something to eat for breakfast and things like that. When you factor that in, all of a sudden it jumps up a bit to maybe 15 or even 16 hours a day so that leaves 8 hours 
And if you're meant to sleep eight hours a day, all of a sudden work becomes your life and your life shouldn't be about work. But it has. And the worst part is you get people within the government, such as politicians, turning around going, oh, I don't know what the big deal is and what the problem is. Well, that's fine if you're on 50, 60 or even more money a year and not having to then pay for expenses because you can claim them back through some stupid government scheme that looks after the wealthy already. But if you're on, I don't know, 12,000 a year and all of a sudden you're having to spend maybe 800 or even 900 of that every single month on essential items it very quickly leaves you with a little amount to actually live a life and you combine that with the lack of time and it's no wonder that people are becoming more stressed and finding that they're burning themselves out so it's it's a very tricky thing but going back to my main point which is that coding can't save the world is that if somebody has lost their job and they all of a sudden are in a situation where they're told you should learn how to code so you can fix all the robots and the machines and things like that and get a nice cushy tech industry job the tech industry isn't a cushy industry at all the tech industry is just as cutthroat as any other and you have to be able to be on the very top of your game to really succeed and to really make enough money to, to survive and live. So coding can't save the world. But not only that, it takes a very specific set of skills. Now there are an awful lot of adults all around the world that leave school that can't read or write. A fundamental skill of coding is to be able to read and write. You have to be able to know what you're inputting and what you're telling a machine to do. If you can't do that, then it's not going to work. And this is then where it becomes even trickier because with the government wanting to change how schools are delivering the curriculum, they're wanting schools to deliver coding to children more but they're not taking into account that there has to be a foundation for them to build upon. If that foundation isn't there, then nothing's going to happen. They're not going to progress and they're going to resent it even more. So in my opinion, coding can't save the world. Despite the fact that I do some degree of coding, I really don't believe that it will save the world and that I think to make sure that we have the people that can code, we need to be more selective about how we offer it. We can't force it onto people because if once you force a subject upon somebody, they don't want to do it. That's human nature. If you shove something down somebody's throat, they're just going to turn around and go, no, I don't want any of this. So I think that we need to look at ways that we can improve how people look at coding. So offer it to them instead of forcing them to do it. But show them the practical and fun sides. But you also need to show them the boring elements as well. So 
coding isn't all typing away at a computer and before you know it you've got the next big thing or the next big game because it takes time for those that have done any kind of programming to do with even simple games will understand that what can be considered simple takes an awfully long time to actually get working and working properly to the point where people want to use it so one of my previous videos was I made a game using Scratch and it didn't take me too long but the tricky process is that you if you're going to make a game you have to understand that there are an awful lot of things that can go into it so just for a simple platformer you have to think about items such as gravity and there are many many ways of implementing gravity but you have to think about the best ways to do it the most efficient ways to do it the ways that will improve your gameplay the most and will actually mean that people play it more and more instead of after 30 seconds going on board now and give up and not only that you've then got the debugging elements of coding and areas such as game making if you make something and it doesn't work straight away you have to figure out why and that can take an awfully long time because not everything is documented fantastically and even if you resort to things such as community forums to do with a topic they are not always welcome to questions some forums are some forums aren't but if you ask a question and you might think it's very simple people might turn around and look at that and go oh yeah they they haven't bothered to learn things properly so i'm not going to help them i'm going to berate them others might turn around and get others might turn around and help you in a slightly different way so point you in a direction and let you investigate yourself others might just give you a straight up answer so as I said, coding is a very tricky area it's it's fantastic in what you can do with things and what you can create but coding will not save the world and it will not fix all of the problems that an economy or an industry has because when you implement new changes there are always going to be casualties we've seen this when the industrial revolution kicked in in that machines were all of a sudden taking over people's jobs and those people were told well why not learn how to fix the machines and yes it's different but at the same time those people didn't have the skills so they had to go back and learn and they had to find someone that could teach them these skills but they still had to feed themselves and their families and that's not easily done so what I'm hoping that you will kind of take away from this is that if you hear somebody going on about coding and how it's going to be the next big thing and revolutionize the world just take a moment to think about the other side think about how it won't help think about the people that it will displace and the people whose lives will be negatively affected by it and just kind of see it from another perspective because not everything that is new is good 
and I think there are lots of examples of that in the world but that's a whole other area yeah so that's that's, that's my take on how coding cannot save the world it's a fantastic thing but it has problems and until those problems are resolved then it's going to be a tricky transition period so cheers guys and I hope to see you soon.